Hi, it's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Wednesday, October 14th, 2020, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year, just giving out free picks. It's kind of what we do. And, uh, of course, I'm joined by Brian Bittler, Rod Zwacky, and Chris Ruffalo as they give out their free picks as well. Of course, SportsChatPlace.com, free picks every game. Every single day, site having a little bit of problems this morning, staying up, but uh, we'll get to the bottom of it. And then, of course, uh, pick dogs as well. And, of course, hopefully you've checked out our YouTube channels. Anyways, let me bring the guys in, see what's happening. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. 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 So what do you have going on, Brian, uh, that you're... Your idea of uh, putting your uh, prop bet in the uh, premium area, which was resoundingly booed by me. Um, well, I think I learned a lesson in general. I you mean, also got a little uh, chalky there, right? You got like kind of a little chalky. No, I, I just go by my first gut. That just happened to be Henry. I had Derrick Henry. It didn't happen, but he did score two touchdowns in the game. Not that it, it doesn't matter, but. To me, Henry was the best bet to score first. It didn't happen. Uh, but the Titans were an easy winner. I couldn't figure out why people were liking the Bills yesterday. But uh, moving forward, I'm ready for college football today. Kind of zeroed in just on that. How about you, Chris? What do you think of Brian's pop, prop bet? <laughs> Since I'm the one that's always mean to Brian. I think I, I think I I'm telling you we talked about this the other day. It's like when you get hot, sometimes you you tend to get a little conservative. I think that's exactly what happened there. I mean, normally it's like been picking these kind of oddball picks, you know, and uh, he goes with Derrick Henry, which is kind of you know touchdown one oh one, right? It's like remedial call of you know who's going to score the first touchdown. Yeah, but you know what I think it was, it was a logical pick. I mean, he's been. Their workhorse, and it's probably why the, the 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 line on that one was was juiced to the max. But you know, it's it's a new day. We don't look back on the four, and I'm I'm excited for today's card as well. And you know, it's a small card, but you know, just makes us appreciate the weekend that much more. What do you got going on today? Uh, today in premier, I got my whale bet Wednesday, so three of my my biggest plays in the week. Uh, over at the website, you know, I got two plays in the MLB tonight and uh, my top play for the college football matchup as well over at the website. Loving those games today. Yeah, I forgot my commercial. <laughs> that was weak. I think Mitch is I'm on I'm having such a bad, crappy day today. I think I'm on punishment mode. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> my I'm dryer a took a shit because my the guy that's staying with me put all wet, washed, soaking wet in it. Now I got to lug that up. Uh, it's just bad day today. Right. I'm ready to tear off people's heads. <laughs> that might be a new one for the Rolodex. My dryer took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I live on the side of a mountain, so I got to drag this fucker up like the side of a mountain to get a new one in. Such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Today I got my college football play. One play. It's my violator. Uh, so 20 to 10 on the year, 67% number one in college football. Ready to, ready to take down the book tonight. One play, one winner. 
Ben Orton knows about getting violated. I think <laughs> I got violated this morning. I got violated. Set me up, time. you know. <laughs> set me up. Bitches, you're always picking on Brian. Stop picking on him. It's like you got a hundred mommies out there on YouTube protecting you from me. I'm telling you, the, the difference is the the why people think I talk over and all that other stuff. Is because my mic is louder. That's really that. I, I went back and I watched like ten shows. The difference is my mic. You see it right in my face, like this, and you don't see anyone else's mics. So that's exactly that's exactly why it it, it appears like that. I could turn my volume down, I guess, but um, the whole idea is to have clean, clear sound. You're always picking on him. Rod. What do you got? For me, I got uh, it's Triple Play Wednesday. I've got uh, three MLB, MLB players that I love. Uh, I'm smashing these playoffs. Let's keep keep rolling with uh, the MLB playoffs. You, <laughs> you think I pick on Brian too much? No. Exactly. Close. Brian, you, your feelings hurt <laughs> that I pick on you sometimes. Mm. A little bit. Skosh. Yep. It's just a little mm. bit of good old uh, friendly ribbon. That's what <laughs> I always thought it was. But yeah. like, everybody else is taking it personally. I don't know, man. I think what the, I think what they don't understand is that this is my show. I mean, whether you want somebody else to do the host or you think I talk too much or whatever. This is my show. I I used to do it by myself. And it was fine. You know. We had just as many people were watching. So, yeah, I used to watch it every day over lunch. I used exactly. to just grab my sandwich, turn on YouTube, and see what's up. Yep. I used to do it myself. Then these guys came on because I didn't know hockey. And then we kind of expanded. Then we've had, you know, other people come on. We've done other things. And these guys were on a couple days a week. They're on during the week, not on the weekends. <laughs> and, you know, we've had a few iterations of the show. Now, Ruffalo. Coming up, almost a, coming up almost a year. Yeah. It's like, holy man. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Where did the year go? It doesn't seem like it's been Well, a it's because we, no, no. we lost half of it. This year can't go fast enough. I can't wait to get out of 2020. Then. I just can't wait to get back to a regular sports flow. Like, we would yeah. be screwed now anyway, but college basketball would have been starting at the end of the month in NBA too, you know? But now it's... And, like, and, and hockey. Rolling, yeah. And we yep. And it's like... I don't know. That could be worse. College football could have been canceled altogether. That's what everyone said. You know, I talked to, uh, you know, Sean Higgs a lot during the off season, during the COVID break, and he was he was crying a river that college football is going to be canceled. And I just I just wouldn't hear it. Told me, based on what? This was the same thing. We heard a lot of people say it. I think Joe D told me that too. Yeah, a lot of people said it. It's like, do you not understand that these that half the universities in in the United States will have to shut down, They'll have to board their doors. If they don't have college football, I mean, do people not understand that? Do they think like that the colleges make money uh, um, other ways. Who makes more money? Okay, here here's some questions for you. Who makes more money, Nick Saban or the entire staff of professors 
at the University of Alabama? Nick Saban. Nick Saban. The professor. <laughs> Nick Saban makes like twice as much as them all combined. Yeah. Same thing with Dabo Swinney at Clemson. Same thing. Well, there's some professors that make like three hundred thousand a year. It know, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even compare to. The doesn't compare. He makes. Zero. Doesn't compare. There's like few and far between that make that kind of money. Few and far between uh, that make three hundred thousand. Maybe like, like so I went to Boston University and we had like a lot of these expert, you know, professors like these. You know, they were big on the celebrity. You know, they were big on spending up on professors. So my professor won. <laughs> Get this, right? This is how crazy this gets, right? My professor won while he was my professor. The Nobel pre, the Nobel Peace Prize. It's like, it's like, yeah, let's spend up, and that's exactly what they did. They believed in spending up on this stuff because they thought it was really good for the school and publicity and, and all that stuff. And, and it is, you know, when uh, Mikhail Gorbachev came to visit the United States. Um, they offered to remove the red spot from his forehead. You know, it was, in the, it was, it was, it was in the paper. You know, it was, it was big news. It was like Mikhail Gorbachev was in Boston, and they offered to remove the red spot from his forehead. You know, we'll get rid of that birthmark off your forehead for you. Yeah, you pretty like. much. And uh, yeah, so it's, you know. What a lot of people don't understand is that John Calipari makes more than the entire staff of the University of Kentucky, you know. And, you know, most college football coaches make more than the entire staff. And college football makes more money than all the other athletic programs combined. Maybe at some schools, basketball. But outside of football and basketball, all the other programs are money losers. So there was about zero chance of college football being canceled. They tried to make it like a spring thing. You know, everyone was like, yeah, okay. You know. Anyways, we got college football tonight. Speaking of heavy hitters, Coastal Carolina and ULL. Well, this game reminds me a lot of the App State ULL game last year. A lot of it. Brian, I know you got to play on this one. I see like all kinds of line movements, so it's Pretty easy to figure out what side you're on here. Um, so. I think in, as far as the total goes, I think you've seen the total move about uh, about six points, five or six. Uh, lots of people on the over. But I think the public's right on this one as far as the total goes. I mean, uh, both teams come in undefeated. Uh, they can move the ball pretty easily. So I don't see any, any reason why this uh, total score can't get around in the 70s. So give me the over here. So. Chris, last year ULL had like their game of the century at home. It was exactly a very, very similar scenario. Weekday game, so it was the big stage and all that stuff. And they got smacked. I mean, just absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> I mean, any chance that a different ULL team shows up tonight? I mean, I mean, they got slaughtered. It was like... They they couldn't have been any more up, you know, for a game. There couldn't have been any more line movement and all that other bullshit, right? There couldn't have been any more. And it was an epic. I mean, the public was squarely on the other side in that game. And yeah. it was the beatdown. Like, it, by the end of the first quarter, 
it, they, they wanted to invoke the mercy rule. Now, I'm not saying that Coastal is App State from last year. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying seven and a half looks a little, <laughs> a little aggressive for a team that wins by an average of two to three points. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you hit that one dead on. But, I mean, I, for, for me, for the total, I think I'm, I'm going to lean towards the under here. I, uh, you know, we were doing our videos yesterday. I tell you, Coastal Carolina has a solid front seven. And, you know, Louisiana, for whatever reason, as much talent as they have, they just keep playing low-scoring games. They, they only put up 20 against Georgia State. They needed uh, a, overtime to beat or overtime to beat Georgia State, and, and they um, barely got by Georgia Southern. I think this is a ground-and-pound Sunbelt game, so I'll take the under, under 58. You think uh, being off the aqua turf, what color is that turf at Coastal? Is it aqua? Is it teal? It's not great. Like teal. It's like a teal, right? It's like yeah. not being on the teal turf. Um, we'll find this out. We'll, we got time. It's one of those shows, right? It's, we're on filibusters. Uh, Rod, what do you think of this one? I'll, I'll be researching what color is the field at Coastal. Uh, look at this one and... Uh... Two plays that look too easy. It looks too easy to take Coastal at the plus seven and a half, and it looks too easy to take this over. It just it, it looks like they're dangling the fruit there for you. So I'm going to go the other way. Give me the Cajuns minus the seven and a half, and then the under 59 and a half. 35 20 final score. Cajuns win. Yeah, so it's it's teal. It's officially it is listed as teal um, with bronze end zones at Coastal. Those are keeping score at home. There's not much more you can say about that. <laughs> Classic combination of teal and bronze. I don't know. It it looks like such a square play, like you guys are saying. But at the same time, I mean, ULL has been a dog once and one outright. And they've been a favorite twice and haven't covered. Not even close. They've been a double-digit favorite twice and didn't cover. I mean, it, it looks too easy. It just, it just looks way too easy to me. Uh, I, I take the Cajuns. But Coastal is also like um, Coastal is also a team that not a lot of people have heard of, and it's also like so it's um, it's kind of like a, a game where you know a lot of people that wouldn't normally be playing the Coastal ULL. Like if this game was on a Saturday. I would still be playing this game. You know. Well, I think the people look at Coastal Carolina, they go, ooh, four and oh. They're undefeated. Oh, I'm getting seven and a half points. Ooh. I think it's you know, the people... opposite. I think it's the opposite. I think it's like, who are these guys? Isn't that like a division three team? I think that's what most people look at them as. And that's why they were dogs in, in those other games. See the thing is that Coastal has been dogs in every game, except for the Campbell game. There were dogs to Kansas. There were three-and-a-half-point dogs to Arkansas State when they beat them by 50 last game. I mean, this is just a team that's not going to get a lot of respect. When you look back at their last 10 games, they've only been favored three times. Once against Campbell, once against um, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia State, and once against Texas State. So they, they've only been favored, you know three times in their last 10 games. And this is a bowl team. 
So I think it's the opposite. I think this is a team that just doesn't get any respect whatsoever. And because people they don't even realize that they're a division one team. Because they're new to they're new to they're new to the division. So it'd be interesting. I don't think we should do a poll. Maybe we'll do a poll in the Facebook group. You know? But um I don't know. I think you could look at it all different ways. But the, you know. I think this is one of the better opportunities for a bit. I mean People might not want to watch this game, but I'll be into it. For yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, you know, I've been watching these teams all year. I've won a lot of money on Coastal this year already. Yeah, I like two small. I like these. I like these kind of college football games. It keeps me interested. I and mean, we all loved, um, you know, I mean, Georgia Southern was getting eleven and a half against ULL. This is a team that can't throw the football at all, right? Can't throw it worth a lick. And then um, Georgia State was getting 17 points, and that game went to overtime against ULL. That was on the road. The other one, though, the, the Georgia Southern game was home. They were laying 11 and a half. They won by a deuce, and it was a it was a it was a last second of seconds field goal. And I think that's what this game looks like to me. I mean, these two teams look pretty even. It's like a last second type thing. I don't know. We will see how it goes and talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, we will see how it goes. We will talk about it tomorrow. Because we got nothing else to talk about. We don't have the Thursday already. game tomorrow, for me, it, it, it's hard so far to get a, a feeling on it. Arkansas State and somebody. Georgia State. Georgia State. Georgia State. That one looks pretty easy. Um, Arkansas State's receivers this year, don't they have like these giant wide receivers, man? They're, they're pretty good. Oh, man. Leads us to baseball. The Dodgers woke up last night, decided that, man, maybe we should start playing. Went to town on the Braves' bullpen. But no cigar in that one. I was one of the only cappers on the site that actually put the pick in after the pitching change. So I didn't get the plus 160 like everybody else on my record. But I did get the win at the right odds. And that, I guess, there's nothing There's nothing we could have done to adjust it. I guess I could have gone in and adjusted the odds on everybody else's, but I didn't. But it works both ways. There's times where you take a no, a minus. Yeah. So it does work both. Sometimes you take a minus one fifty, thinking Kershaw's starting for the guys who took the Dodgers or whatever the line was, and then he doesn't start. You can't go back in and you know change their odds to minus one ten because you're taking that action at the take, time. I don't bet those games. I mean, I don't either. I'm just saying, there's it probably goes on both sides. Oh, you do, Brian. Admit it. Those are your games. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Braves yesterday. I had the Braves yesterday. Anyways. Uh, got the Braves today. Big doggy against Orias. Dodgers were swinging, man. They All of a sudden, it was like, wow, man. Where did that come from? Anyone anyone out there afraid that the... Was anyone out there with the Braves kind of thinking, oh, man, I had this one circled. I think at halftime I was talking. I was woofing crap about it. 
on the halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> That's pretty much woofing crap. Man, those halftime shows I think are getting better and better. It's always I think it's much tougher, and I said this on the halftime show last night. Much tougher to bet the half times when the team that you know is going to win the game is winning at halftime. It may, it's a much, much harder harder bet, especially when they have like an 11-point lead like they had last night. Made it, it makes it a lot more difficult. Like the Saints and, and the Seahawks, those were easy money, you know, and I even said gift, right? Seattle, the first word out of my mouth was, we have a gift tonight. Right? It was like Seattle's going to win this game. You know, it's just a matter if they cover the original spread or not. But it's like they're definitely going to win the game, and we're only laying seven points. You know, for, it was it's gift, right? And and I felt that um, you know New Orleans was going to win that game too against the Chargers. So it was like you know both those were situations where the team that was going to win the game was losing. And then last night, you know the the Titans were already running roughshod over the Bills, and it was, you know, it was just a matter of how bad was it going to get. And you could see the Bills had kind of checked out of that game early. Um, they, were ne- they were just never in it, right? They just never, they never really had it going on in that one. Anyways, we cashed big in halftime. So, sure. Catch <laughs> our halftime. I love, I love easy ones. Uh, well, it's, it's easy. It's easy when you have the, the winner, you know, with the spread. We were good on that, you know. I had the Titans also. I mean, we were good. It was easy. Um, but I didn't understand why the Bills were favored in that game, to be honest with you. But um, it was the... It made no sense though. But at halftime, it's hard. You know, when a team is up by 11, and it's like, you know, it's, you have that stuff going on, it's hard, you know. It's a tougher bet. For sure, because you're thinking, oh man, maybe they're gonna, maybe they'll come back, maybe they'll kind of lay off, and they did kind of go into a prevent there. And think, thankfully, they put in Matt Barkley. The thing that that got us though, we pushed on the total, I believe, and that was because um, they threw it in for the touchdown. I mean, they could have easily got stuffed there, kicked the field goal, would have had that one as well. Instead, it was a push. But. Um, There's a lot of people that brags but won't brag about how much money in their bank account. I don't understand that question. I don't understand the comment. You guys understand this one? Anyone? There's a lot of people that brags about but won't brag about money in their bank account. Huh. I find that one vexing. Who the hell wants to hear somebody... Bragging about how much money. I think they were talking about someone in the Facebook group that photoshopped a, a a winning ticket and posted it after the fact. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, I get it. I get it. I, so I I didn't re- I didn't get the full conversation. Copy somebody else's ticket. Wow. Hey, what do you guys think about Chris and his hosting job on the uh, drive-through? So what's the deal on that, Chris? You're going to be hosting all the time, or you're going to be uh, just a couple of days a week, or? I don't, I, I don't know. Not Tony told me to just show up for the rest of the week, and I, even even if it's just a couple of days a week, I'm still on tonight. So, Joe right, D said he's out. back tonight. So I don't know. In the drive-through. I don't know. I kind of think Chris does a good job. Chris I think awesome. he does a good job too. I like Chris. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. 
This is all. It's all blushing. No, man. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Thank you. It's. it's, it's we don't. Right, we didn't like it that much. <laughs> I mean, we said it was good. We didn't, it's not like it's not like we liked it that much. You know, it's like know. you can stop touching yourself now. <laughs> you got my hands. You can see it. Uh, all right. Got the the Dodgers and the Braves. Brian, what do you think of this gem? This these series stink, man. You think like the basketball ratings were bad, man? Wait till you see hear about the baseball ratings are gonna be. These are real bad. I'd be interested to see what the ratings are for the baseball. But I don't know how you could bet the Dodgers with what you what you've seen and Julio Urias. I don't know how you can lay all that juice with him. Kyle Wright was uh, six scoreless innings. Last time out, you got to take the Braves here. I mean, I'm not betting the farm on it, but I like the Braves. I like the over. That's what I like in the, that baseball game. Is Joe Buck calling these any of these games? I haven't watched anything, to be honest with you. I watch it. I just can't, I don't listen to it. Yeah, I've had it on mute. <laughs> just, it's a precautionary measure. I don't want. I don't want Joe Buck in. in, in can't do it. I can't do Joe no. Buck. It's on mute. I can just watch. How about like Joe <laughs> Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth? Aikman's actually not bad. You know, not bad. Buck's horrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who are the two worst? And we could put them together. <laughs> just oh. Joe Buck and who? Well, McCarver, right? Tim McCarver and uh, Joe Buck. They were—they yeah. actually did put them together for a while. That's that's what made me swear off announcing, which, when I was a kid, was my dream job. You know, I saw—I heard an interview with Jerry Seinfeld with Howard Stern. He said you should always have a picture of your idols uh, when you do li- live video in the background. So that's why I have my guys. I have Howard Cosell and I have Muhammad Ali. Well, see, that's why I have the Mitch Wilson picture back there. No, that's why you have Vito in the back. But oh, that's, um, <laughs> I thought it was your Vito picture. <laughs> and your Michael Vick signed football. Now, I have mine. You know, I got, I got Howard Cosell. I've got Muhammad Ali and Ric Flair all, all in one happy place here. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the mix. <laughs> hey, you know. Get a lot, of, got a lot, get a lot of comments on on the Rick. I get more comments on Ric Flair than anything else on this entire set. <laughs> I just caught a woo in the in the, in the YouTube comment. <laughs> <laughs> See, most people. Believe Brian's got the Pete Rose book up. It shows that he he has a book. He owns a book. <laughs> You know what I like to do with the games on mute? I like to listen to audio books. I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was something because there's a lot of places that we could have gone there. <laughs> a lot of places. I like to multitask. Yeah, what I so what I generally do, and this is this is what I do is I I do the Nordic track. I work out while I'm doing it. I have I'll listen to Sirius satellite while I'm doing it. See, I can picture you with those three pound barbells. No, no, it's, I do Nordic track. It's a ski machine. It's like a Nordic. Yeah, it's so like you have a, the poles with you. No, it's I not a pole. It's it's like these ropes, man. It's like it's very, oh, so you pull out. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's not easy. No, no, not easy. I do it for. I now. think when that other show's on, you should just do your workout and and televise that. You know, I think it would get higher ratings. I was going to either do popcorn, peanuts, or oatmeal for that one. Maybe we could do like popcorn uh, one workout. day. Workout, Mitch's workout, oatmeal, or something like. No, that. just sit there. Just sit there like. This. 
Just I could pet Sam. <laughs> well, it's not hard to beat five viewers, but well, I saw a solid half dozen one time. Um, so what do you, what do you think here, Chris? Urias and Kyle Wright. Yeah, I, I'm as much as I like thinking that the Dodgers are going to bounce back here. I'm I'm not going with Julio Urias. I've seen him get beat up more often than not when I was watching Dodger games this year and. Kyle Wright, he's had a good salt I think he regresses a little bit here. I think the bats come al- come alive again for another one. So give me the over. How about that nine and a half total, man? That's that's. A, I mean, the first ga- the first game was like um, nothing, right? And then last night, fifteen runs, right? Sixteen. I think you see fifteen runs. again. I think you see fifteen Eight, again. I don't think you see 15, but uh, I, I still think we see a lot. Um, so, uh, for me, take the over. Um, these top two teams in baseball this year and scoring come to life. Take the over. All right. Got Zach Granke and Tyler Glass now going at it. and I'm going to guess that this is the lower-rated series. Uh, Tyler Glass now and, and Zach Granke. The Rays and the Astros. There is no tomorrow for the Astros. It's all hands on deck. Granke is one of those guys that, I mean, he could throw a no-hitter on any given day or he could get lit up for eight runs in the first inning. Uh, you just never know. It's, it seems that the, at this point in his career, just not the likelihood of that no-hitter seems further and further away. You know, it's just we haven't seen that kind of effort from But if you're going to get Granke, the book is... He is one of those pitchers. He's probably borderline Hall of Famer, right? So he's um, the book is on this type of pitcher, like a Granky. Is if you're going to get him, you got to get him early. You got to get him early because once he gets rolling, he's nearly impossible to hit. Um, he can also well. The thing about a Granky as opposed to some of these other guys, and the guy he's facing here in Glass now tonight. Um, he go he can go he can go the whole game if he needs to if they need him to go if he's rolling and they need him to go the whole game he can go the whole game. How about the Astros pitcher that can't even get not only can he not get the ball over the plate he can't even get it to not hit the other player. I mean, was that an ejection finally after he hit the second guy? Is that what happened there, or did they yank him from the game? I think isn't it if you hit two guys in a row it's an ejection. I think he got ejected for, for hitting both guys, but I don't know. I didn't I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to. Boy, with that inning, and then that blooper, right, that dropped in. Just These are the things that happen, and they say, you know, bad things happen to bad people, and, uh, well, the Astros, it's like karma. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know how you can back the Astros after what we've seen in the first three games, uh, the Juice number is pretty moderate here with the Rays. Uh, Zach Greinke went four innings scoreless last time. I don't see him getting out of the fifth. I mean, he walked three, struck out one. I don't think the powers. Greinke doesn't look like him, the old Greinke. He looks like he's aged. So, to me, he got to go Rays here or nothing. The weird thing is, is that he has actually aged, too. 
He has actually. <laughs> He's well, definitely you know, when you, older you than he was last year and older than he was the year before that. And older than the pitcher that he was when he was in Kansas City, which makes him aged. Some guys don't play to their age, though. Some guys have, like, a extra spark. You know, they play younger. Uh, like who? Like Ver- you? Verlander. Verlander had, was a guy that always played younger than what he seemed like he got more dominant as he got older. So did you guys was your softball season canceled this year? Is that what happened? I retired from softball. You retired? Because of the time first of all, the games are all during the times I'd be here doing the the show with you guys. Really? Daytime so, games during the week? No, but on the weekends they do nine ten and ten to eleven. Oh, we could so. sub you out. I can find you. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm done with. I'm too old to be running around the bases. I'm 44, so I gave it up. I had my fun. All right, Brian's a quitter. Chris, my <laughs> <laughs> Sunday you got to hang it up. I'm picking on Brian. Old. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> Are you asking if I've retired? <laughs> oh man, um, jeez. I uh, yeah, I like I like uh, I like the over here as well. I think I think the Rays do get to Granky. I think I think Houston chips away as the game goes on. Ultimately, I see this one being a five four game, regardless of which way it goes. So I'll take I'll take the over here as well. Some some Chris Collinsworth on the suck meter here for announcing. I I think Collinsworth squarely. Squarely in the suck meter range as an announcement. I think he's just like, I mean, does this guy overanalyze players? And then he overanalyzes to the point where it's like, well, you know, almost talks about like that they're still like they're good when they're not right. It's like because he's into that whole pro football focus thing, right? More than he is into providing a quality product. I can't listen to that crap anyway. Is Al Michael still with him in the booth? Yeah, yeah. It's Michael's pulling down for that gig because he doesn't do anything else, right? That's all he does is one game a week. That's how Michael's pulling down. I miss John Madden. Yeah, I like that guy. Oh, Michael's and look at the and look at the fat guy running down the field, yeah. fumbling, bumbling, bumbling. But well, the thing that most people didn't don't know is that Madden was a great coach. You know. Oh yeah, he was a great coach before he uh, started coach. announcing. <laughs> he had autog- an autograph picture of him on a bus. He rode some kind of a bus around the country doing games, but well, where the hell I put it? That's the best part. You get the fat guy running down the field, and when the fat guy scores, you get the fat guy dance. Woo! It's like... <laughs> In this way, I don't think uh, Houston's going to be doing any uh, dancing. Uh, take the race. Give me the race. The series is done. Yep. I'm going to take the Astros. Going with the Astros in this one. I don't know. I think they've given up. I think they're done. I 
Ok. Anything else? I got a couple. Yeah, Rod's got. A, I think Rod's got a birdcage. I got a birdcage around Robin. Really, with these, wow. with three games? Right, no, I, <laughs> went to, I went to. I went to. I went to soccer. Well, I did yesterday. Okay. And if you followed, we were a winner. We may have pushed on the one, but it went down to a two-teamer. Cash her up. Yeah, Rod kicked butt yesterday. All right, let's hear it, Chris. Let's see if I can go ahead. Mine's okay, I'll go first if you want. Uh, for me, I'm going to go uh, Rays money line, Braves over nine and a half, and under the fifty nine and a half in uh, the Coastal Carolina game. And for mine, I'm just going to stick straightly to soccer. Just the last hit of your, the UEFA Nations League. So the round robin, all these games to draw. Netherlands, Italy, Denver, or sorry, Denver, Denmark, England, uh, France, Croatia, Austria, Romania, and Israel and Slovakia, all the draw. And my birdcage, Wales on the money line, Belgium minus one and a half, and Norway minus one and a half. I love those today. Love those. Well, here's an announcement here. I've watched Mitch daily for the past seven to eight years. I can honestly say Chris has truly matured as a sports betting analyst since his first show. Uh, lost it. Remember <laughs> it clearly. Was he was nervous as hell. Mitch was harder on him than Brian by far. It's all part of the process. Trust must be earned. There you go. I remember his first broadcast. He had the computer right in front of him. Yeah. And he was sitting on a chair, I believe, yeah. for a, like a recliner, something like yeah. that. I remember that very well. I went 0-4. I think I went 0-9 in my first <laughs> two first two days worth of picks. Mitch, can you, please, can you please start being professional to Brian? That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you looking for a pro? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, no, but do you mind? Would Brian, you like me to be your professional? Race on the beach, have one of those uh, races we were talking about, and I think that'd be fun. I'll leave you in the dust. Oh man! Please stop picking up, Brian. I'm looking forward to a big college football weekend. We got a lot of good games, a lot of money to be made, so don't miss it. We got an idiot in the comments. What else is new? <laughs> Wouldn't be a normal day without at least one. Yeah. I think if you're going to have an opinion and you're going to say something and all that other stuff, own it, you know. Come in the Facebook group. Own it, you know. Own it. Just like I do, you know. Just like we do. So anyways, like I said, everyone's always free to express their opinion. We prefer it in the Facebook group. So this way you can own it. Not just, you know, be some fake name, fake person. Talk about how great you are, how easy it is. And then you never see you again. You just change your name. I could do that too. What should my fake name be? 
don't know. I'll have, uh, have to think of it. Al Wilson. How about Witch Milson? <laughs> Again, I would recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> Anyways. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It was uh, fun. We didn't have a lot of sports to talk about, but we will coming up. Any games? Uh, in the, any any game uh, you got circled on the calendar for this weekend that's not a premium, Brian? Nope. Uh, not that's not a premium. Well, nothing's a premium yet, but I really am taking a hard look at uh, Miami and Pitt. Really love that game early, and Georgia and Alabama. Uh, both to watch and to bet on. I think there's going to be a good opportunity there. We got the fake name for me. I like this one. I might have to go with this one. <laughs> yep. I love it. Johnny Picks. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Picks. Johnny Picks. <laughs> Johnny Picks. Uh, I wear uh, my glasses. I wear my glasses if you all recognize me. There you go. Now no one will recognize me. Wait, okay. the wow, that's what you guys look like. Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for joining us. It was fun. We didn't have a lot of sports to talk about, but at least we had fun with our time. Uh, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow, and of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs>